Hello. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. Are you enjoying the sunshine? Yes, I was. I've I've um I've got a new a new lawnmower delivered today. Oh yeah, what sort yeah. of lawnmower? Uh, well, it's a it's a folding one. It's um I don't know what you'd call the one the one with the spinning blade on the underside rather than the rotating cylinder of blades on the front. Oh yeah, that that'll be the uh, the under the undercutter, won't it? Or the something. Un- <laughs> it's an eighteen hundred water. An eighteen hundred water. That's a lot of watts for just cutting the grass. Yeah, well, I really dislike grass. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about, but 1800 just sounds a lot of, of anything, really, doesn't it? Well, they did a 1200 model, but I thought, you know what, this this grass looks particularly thick. So I yeah. went for the 1800. It was only 80 quid more, so. Well, that's yeah. fair enough, isn't it? But, I mean, when you, know, when you really want to fuck grass up, then 1800 watts is what you need, isn't it? I find it to be just enough wattage to give it a good, to give it a good stage of fuckery. To give it a good scene to. <laughs> well, that's right, Simon. And I bet you probably went into the shop and just said exactly that to them. You just said, I got some grass out back, or front, for that matter. Well, and both. I just, and I just uh, want to give it a good scene to. Um, and what, they said, what, what you, you want? What you want is an 1800-watt underfucker. <laughs> that's exactly what I I, I typed that into uh, into the Argos app, and that's you know <laughs> I, I get some interesting answers. But yeah, um, well, I'm glad you've had a, a good afternoon of of fucking around in the uh, in the garden. Yeah, um, I uh, I've uh, I, I'm cooking a, a bolognese sauce at the minute, and um, and uh, and that's about it really. And I watched the film Bird Demic. Uh, Bird Demic. Is that the sequel, to, yeah. the sequel to Bird Box, the one where you can't see things, but then when you do, you go mad? It might as well be, actually, yeah. It's mm. um, it's uh, uh, a dreadful film. It's a dreadful film. Birdemic, it's on YouTube, and there's been uh, uh, at least one sequel to it, and there's due to be another one. So. Oh, is it? Is it kind of like a cross between um, Hitchcock's The Birds and mm. um, Sharknado? That kind of vibe. Yeah, it takes all the worst elements from The Birds, and all of the worst elements <laughs> the from pigeons. Sharknado, and yeah, and puts them together in an even worse um, combination to make a film that makes the room look like Citizen Kane. So, um, wow. I definitely recommend that one. Yeah. Is it in the category of so bad, it's so good or is it just shit? It is, it is simultaneously shit and so bad. It's, it's, it's good as well. I mean, it's, there are parts of it that are so tedious that you just get up and go in the kitchen and make a cup of coffee, make a bolognese. Yeah. And then come back and, and nothing much has really happened. So definitely, definitely would recommend that to all of our listener um, uh, out there in, uh, in oh, yeah, podcast land. We haven't got any listeners at the moment, but I'm sure when they play it back, we'll, we'll just say, oh, yeah, no, we've got, we've got three more coming, actually. Should I do, should I do the jingle? Yeah, do the jingle now, because if, if you don't do the jingle, they won't think that it's started. So it's essential, really.
Now, I thought it would be nice if I did like an American YouTuber thing where I sort of went, hey guys, what is going on? It's the sacred cow. Hit that flipping like button. It's absolutely free and gently rub that bell icon. Have yeah, you seen do these that. YouTubers? Um, all right. Oh, the what influencers. Is going- uh, the, the YouTubists, the influencers, the Instagrammers. Yeah, I've, yeah. I'm, I'm aware of that phenomenon, definitely. Yeah, no, so you know, go, go ahead and do that thing then. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Sacred Cow. Hit that mother flipping like button and gently rub that bell icon. Make sure you subscribe. It's absolutely free. We're going to jump right in now to um, an item. Should I I join in and do the voice as well? Um, Maybe if you could just do some whooping whooping in the background and clapping. Um, I'm not. I'm not really a, a great whooper, to be perfectly honest. But I'll, I'll have a go. All right, three, Whoop. two. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Sacred Cow. I'll cut the ones out if they're shit. Um, right, three, two, one. Welcome to the Sacred Cow, guys. Like and favorite, subscribe, bell icons Whoop. only. Um. Oh, I, I hadn't. That was really nice. You've you've really created a, a kind of like frenzy amongst Whoop. the fan. <laughs> Did you like the whooping? Yeah, it was heartfelt. I bet Tony liked the whooping. He's just joined. He, he probably doesn't know what's going on at the minute. But and uh, and, uh, and as as for Ishan, um, they're they're just loving it. Absolutely loving it. Who wouldn't Who wouldn't love it? There's what What's not to love <laughs> about a whooper and a YouTuber? So, what's the theme of today's show then, Sam? We started off talking, didn't we, saying that it should be the past because everyone looks back at the past and thinks it's a wonderful thing, but I think they it's do, shit. yeah. yeah. Um, and we we discovered a Facebook group. Uh, I won't tell the name of it in case no, anyone don't. finds out about it. But For legal reasons, yeah. The, the idea being that people just hark back to, to simpler times, to nicer mm. times. But there's a darker side to it. You know, oh, yeah. Lo- lots, of, lots of people um, sort of... Saying about how good, mm. how good it was being a bit sexist and a bit racist all Absolutely, the time. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very disturbing, isn't it? There's always an undercurrent of, oh, this one's for real men only, or yeah, you know, yeah. Should they whoop at the minute, or not whoop? No, let's not whoop for racism. Okay, <laughs> I think that's a hashtag, isn't it? Hashtag. Whoop. <laughs> can I, can I get a whoop for racism? No. Yeah. Hashtag no. Hashtag at, never. At Christopher Eccleston. Hi, uh, my friend's a racist. He doesn't have Twitter. I was wondering if you could just whoop for him. Yeah, just uh, a, a kind of a digital whoop, a sort of virtual whoop for him. Yeah. Hashtag whoop. Hashtag <laughs> kick racism out. Hashtag no, never, ever. Hashtag <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a well, new catchphrase, isn't it? Just put hashtag hashtags. in front of every... Yeah, that's very modern, every... very trendy. Hashtag whoop. <laughs> Instead of actually doing the thing. Yeah. And anyway, so we were going to do the past, weren't we? we because of the, mm. the the Facebook group we can't mention. Yeah, the good the good old days. I mean, there's there's a number of people on there. The, the main things I think you have to be unable to do is to spell and punctuate if you want to join. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think to join, there are three questions. Do you like the past? Mm. Do you remember the past? What's your favourite thing about the past? And I, I just put yes for all of those. And, and they let and me in. Have you got dyslexia? Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then you you have to you have to say yes, and then they they let you go on. But I yeah. think you know you misspell be, it. To be fair, I sometimes type stuff really really fast. You know, just like because Charles. our lives are so. Well, yeah, but our lives are so sort of like fast now that sometimes I'll I'll type something really fast and then I'll look at it and there'll be no, like, you know, apostrophes in it or I'll put the apostrophe in the wrong place or there'll be capitals and no spelling and stuff like that. But I, I haven't got time to go back and check it, so I hit the send button or post button or whatever yeah. and there it is. And and then everyone looks at me like, you know, I've I've got some kind of sort of, you know, special need. But I don't. I don't have any special needs. So um, no, uh, my, all of my needs are very mundane too. I yeah, I mean, I, I have special needs, but with a small s, not special needs with a capital S and a capital N and mm. a statement. You know, I don't have that kind of special <laughs> needs. I don't. I don't have a TA kind of. I don't come needs. with a caveat. <laughs> No, I, I've never come with a caveat, to be perfectly honest. Well, it just, why it would just, you? It doesn't work for me. But I think the important thing is is that uh, I have I have special needs with a small s and a small n, but they don't they don't sort of splurge out onto the page. You know, that's the important thing. No, or or right across Facebook. Yeah, no. I mean, I I don't I don't need to 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 you know put my stuff out across Facebook like that. You know. Um, it, I, I try to keep that that you know separate. Yeah, keep my private life separate. You know, so I mean from your Facebook life. Hashtag private life separate. Hashtag separate <laughs> private life. Private lives matter. Absolutely. Anyway, what's what's the first item? Because I feel that we're coming to an item, aren't we? I feel like we're about to um, hit think... an item, aren't we? Yeah, the uh, I I haven't got any order to this. Um, we have uh, Doctor Who. We've got an interview mm -hmm. with little old little old fella Harold. He used to be a doctor, um, uh -huh. but he's also a paste connoisseur. Yes, that's put, right. Yeah, in the olden times, I actually put a, a quiz on the um, mm. on the Facebook group asking uh, the the old people fans of the old days um, yeah. whether they wanted whether they really wanted to. Um, disclose their favorite pastes like shipham's paste i think yeah. crab was an unlikely um an unlikely contender yeah it, it is unlikely yeah it's not what i'd go for to be perfectly honest no shrimp was up there they like the seafood and then that sort of brought me on to making a seafood quiz for later on for yeah you. i and like a nice shrimp i do have to say i like a nice shrimp well i think you like the fact that i am um, i i received my first winkle in great yarmouth and i very much enjoyed it you did did you what what did it taste of that salty yeah yeah <laughs> i thought it might have done it it tasted of the sea did it yeah most things from the sea taste of that that location yeah. generally uh, but, would you go would you go back to the winkle at all um i think his name no perry his name was perry um, oh, yeah. perry winkle Ah, I see what you've done there. Yeah. That's clever. Hashtag that's clever. Hashtag Perry's Winkles. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's very good. So, uh, what yeah. should we do first, Doctor Who? Well, Harold? I was wondering if we if we might ask our listeners what they would like first. Would they like the Doctor Who item first, the Harold Shipham item, or would they like the 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 paste um, fish quiz? Um, oh, no, no, don't get them so, confused. There's a paste quiz and there's also a right. shellfish item. 
Okay. All right. So you 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 say what the options are, and then we'll see what our listeners uh, want, and then right. we'll just literally do what they want. Harold Shipham, more dogs by one. Ernest Shackleton. Right. Oh no, paste quiz is one hands down. Yeah. Um, I think I made a jingle. Wait, let me let me check. Yeah, there we are. Right, I'll uh, I'll play the jingle. Oh, that's early. Okay, let's do the let's do the paste quiz first. Then. Right. Shipham's uh. paste protein quiz. And that jingle signifies yes. that it's the protein quiz, the Shipham's paste protein quiz. So, um, excellent. What, what I did was I, I emailed. Um, Mr. Shipham, not Harold Shipham, the actual owner of the paste company, of and course. asked him if he would disclose the protein contents per 100 gram of, um, of his top five favourite pastes. Uh-huh. Um, all you have to do is rank them in most proteiny to least proteiny. Did you say rank them? Yeah, rank, rank them. Sorry, I, I misheard there. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Um, so his top five pastes were creamy tomato mackerel, beef yeah. paste, yeah. coronation chicken, yeah. sardine tomato, yeah. and chicken paste. Right. And I, I've got to rank those in order from having the most protein in first. Per, per 100 grams. Right. What were they again? Do, do them again um, in the Geordie accent. Uh, yeah, I thought it would be a bit like Big Brother. Creamy right. tomato or mackerel. Right. Beef paste. Beef paste. Coronation chicken. Coronation chicken. Aye. Sardine tomato. Sardine tomato. And chicken paste. Chicken paste. Uh, it oh. sounds like you're writing on some kind of brightly coloured paper, Simon. No, I'm uh, on an A4 uh, jotter pad thing. Oh, you shit. <laughs> Hashtag I, shit. I thought you were going for Simon's um, uh, sticky sticky back reminder notes. Are we allowed to say post its? I think that's a brand. Oh no, the post its. Oh fuck yeah, that's a that's a um, that's a catchphrase, isn't it? Yeah, Simon and oh, Simon's no, post its. Should... Oh, should we do that again? Bollocks. Um, do let's do sorry, that again. Sound... Yeah, let's do that again. Sounds yep. like you're writing on some kind of brightly coloured paper there. Yeah, it's my post-its pad. <laughs> it's my post-its pad. Simon and his pad of post-its, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I don't know. There you go, yeah. So I'm writing on my post I've written everything down in a Geordie accent. Right. And I think I'm, I'm ready to have a go. Most so, protein. Most protein first. So I'm thinking, mm. uh, I'm thinking beef paste, number one, having the most protein. Okay. okay. Don't don't tell me if I'm right yet. No, no, I won't. I'm thinking perhaps of the chicken paste next, um, mm-hmm. because I'm I'm going for the ones that have the most meat in them first. What? Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm gonna go for the coronation chicken third. Mm-hmm. As I'm thinking, there's obviously equal parts of chicken and coronation in there. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to go for the chicken and tomato. Uh, just the chicken tomato. Cre- creamy tomato mackerel. Creamy tomato mackerel. 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 Uh, it's hard to say. Mackerel. 
Um, yeah, the only two words I know how to say in Geordie are snooker and yeah. ultravox. <laughs> ultravox. Ultravox. So I was playing snooker and listening to ultravox. Ultravox. Ul- there's then, an extra syllable. Ultra Vox. Ultra Vox. And then I and uh, And that's about it. And that's all I can that's say in Jordan. Very Geordie. convincing. And it's very convincing. That's, that's got You'd me go out down of many... You'd go down a treat in, in Jordan. I, in Jordan land, yeah. That, it's got me out of many a scrape in the big market that has. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. So first beef paste, second mm-hmm. chicken paste, third coronation chicken, fourth creamy tomato and mackerel. And five sardine and tomato. Hashtag hit me. How you've you've got it bang on. (laughs) No, I haven't. You have. Have I really? Yeah. Beef paste, 16.9 grams per 100. Yeah. Second place, chicken paste with 12 grams per 100 protein. Third place, coronation chicken, 9 grams per 100. Creamy tomato and 7.7 7.7 per 100, and sardine and tomato apparently has no protein in it. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus, I can't believe that. Hashtag cocking a banjo. I, can't, I cannot <laughs> believe that. I cannot believe that. Hashtag so, paste lord. What do, I, what do I win for that? What do I win? Um, well, I'll, I could post you some paste. Can I have three days in the Isle of Sheppey? Three days. You don't yeah. want the, two, the full two weeks. No, well, I had the week. Do you remember I won the, the, the competition a few days oh, ago and won? I didn't yeah, think you won I, that. You won that? I did, I did yeah. I, I ended up spending uh, uh, a week in Sheerness in, a, in a, um, a flat above a chip shop. Okay. And um, I didn't enjoy it, I have to say. And, uh, and obviously I was in lockdown because I would never travel to a second home or a prize um, place and uh yeah of I, course. I have to say i didn't enjoy it i didn't enjoy it so if if i just have three days for my next um um yeah well i'll see close. if i can i can sort out a caravan in caster or something caravan in caster yeah or a a bungalow in brancaster yeah or a ditch in dungeness a ditch in dungeness or a house in hunstanton <laughs> that alliteration's a, fun, isn't it? A wigwam in Wales next to the sea. <laughs> yeah. A caravan in Cromer. <laughs> yeah, I've done caravan in Caster. Cromer wasn't as good, but it's still... Uh, okay. A loft in Lowestoft. <laughs> that rhymes as well. <laughs> it does, this, isn't it? Yeah. This could be a Morrissey song, couldn't it? It could well be. It'd be one of his least racist and least... Um, uh, Brexit, uh, and least you know, because he's known he's known for that, isn't he? These days, I I know yeah. he's a I know he's a hero of yours, but you know he's. Uh, oh, he get he gets himself into some awkward conversations, doesn't he? He does. He was on that. He was on that yesteryear's uh, Facebook group the other day as well. Yeah, what was he remembering? Um, he, carrots he was, when they used to taste the carrots when they were proper rather than GM. Yeah, he was remembering Johnny Marr when he used to taste of carrots as well. Not, not, <laughs> not, not, not this like syn- synthetic stuff he tastes of now. No, no, he, t- he tastes like the cribs now. He does taste. They, I do like the cribs. They're they're, they're uh, a very underrated band, actually. 
Well, did you know that Mike Joyce, um, well, they, they had a, there was a question um, to Morrissey about Mike Joyce, and they said, oh, yeah. uh, is Mike Joyce the best drummer in the world? And Morrissey said, well, he's not even the best drummer in the Smiths. Oh, God. <laughs> that is so funny. I know. He's a, a witty man. I've never heard that before. That is really He stole good. that from Oscar Wilde. I think he probably did, yeah. I think he definitely got it, got it out of his little uh, little green book, actually. Well, um, I can't. I still, I'm reeling from you winning that paste quiz because I was hoping to keep this. These good. truth of the matter is, I ended up buying all that paste to get the protein on it because I didn't want to stick around in the shop, you know, loitering no. by the pastes. No, well, of course, nowadays you, it's one of the things to do with lockdown, isn't it? You can't yeah, loiter, loiter by, by paste. paste. No hashtag. Whether it be uh, six foot apart, hashtag social distancing. Do you have an interview? Yeah, let's have an interview then. So I'm uh, interviewing uh, today, I'm interviewing the doctor, Harold Shippham. Um, Hello there. Yeah, I've got, I've got me. Simon. I've, good. Uh, you'll be pleased to know, Harold, that I do have some music to play. Uh, here it comes. Okay. So I found some old timey music. Yes, that uh, was lovely. Do you like it? It reminds yeah. me of the olden times. It, it, it reminds you of what, sorry? The olden times. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it probably does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, do you want me to ask you some questions? I suppose that's all right, yeah. Okay. I, I love I love the voice. Is, is, is it's that my come, own. Is it come from a lot of pipe smoking? No, I don't smoke. I just, well, what? I've done a bit of damage to my vocal cords from from having um, well, is it just having hot piping hot paste down my gullet? Oh right, not not winkles. Oh no, oh dear, no, not me. Not in a month or Sundays, or oh, wouldn't catch me anywhere near a winkle during me. No. <laughs> well, I might come back to that later on in the interview. Okay. I'll speak to you yeah, I might may well do that. Right then. Okay, so here's my uh, first question to you. Um, when did you realise that you were quite special? I, I recall it quite well. Uh, my, my father came home with a with, with a with a with a hi-fi, mm. and um, I, I said to him, "What's that short for?" Then science fiction. And he looked at me like I well, like I I had um, like I. <laughs> I came with a caveat. <laughs> and did you come with a caveat? No, no, no. Yeah, please. Does that not work for you? Could you stop the music? I can barely hear. It's really loud. <laughs> okay, well, I can I can drop the volume. I just thought it would be like professional to have it playing underneath the uh, the thing. So uh, anyway, go on. What was the question again? When did you f- discover that you were special? It was a look, look my father gave me when I thought that hi-fi stood for science fiction. Oh, yes. And, I, and that, on that day, I realised I was a little bit different from my brothers and sisters. Yeah, I can, I can believe that. What are your fondest memories as a child? Well, I'm glad you asked, because I remember a brother, mother, and mm. a sister, Kate, were walking along the cobbles, hobble, hobble, trot, trot, and... Mm. Um, and there's a smell of hot bread from the bakers, you see, because they used to make oh, the bread there. Yeah. Oh, um, hot bread, yeah. 
and um, and I, I went in there and I'll tell you what, I, I stole it. A penny bun. I stole it. You stole a penny bun? It cost a penny. Really? I, but it cost you nothing, didn't it? Because you just stole it. Well, when I got home, my mother says to me, she says, penny bun, more like a free bun. <laughs> <laughs> Why did she say that? Why Why did she say that? Because I've got it for free, didn't I? Because what I've done is I've gone in there and I've well, I pinched oh, it. Oh, I see. Penny I thought you said like a free bun. Oh, well, I thought you said a three bun. Three I was bun. Say, a free bun. Free bun. Three. No, I thought you said three bun. Free bun. Free bun. Yeah, not three bun. Free bun. But a three bun. Yeah, oh, I get it now. Oh, what a what a, a delightful anecdote! What a um, wacky when, madcap tale! It is. It it certainly fucking is. When did you discover your love of meat paste? It's when I'd run out of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. I, I put a drop of shippums on me pipe, uh, on me on me pipe, on me <laughs> on me brush. Uh, I've been smoking my special paste. You haven't you, yeah. So you did stick it on your pipe, you put it on your brush? I think I did, yeah. And And where was your brush? Where was your brush in relation to your pipe? Oh, they were were on my mouth paraphernalia rack. They must have been very close together. Often people have their pipe and their brush very close together, so... uh, you well, know, was, confusion. Got, anything that goes near my mouth, I keep it on the on the same shelf. That's very clever. That is, you've got to have a system, haven't you? Well, if there wasn't any systems, it would be mayhem, wouldn't it? It would be mayhem. That's right. Yeah. And so that's when you first discovered your love of pacing, because you put it in your mouth, expecting it to be uh, what Sensodyne or Colgate. Aquafresh. Other brands are available. Um, <laughs> Are available. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, um, I was expecting, expect, I was expecting a minty kick, but I got but, a meaty kick. Oh well, sometimes it's lovely to get a meaty kick when you don't expect it, isn't it? Yeah, it would be sixteen point nine grams of protein per hundred. Well, of course it was. Uh, I'm I'm a bit of an expert in uh, protein uh, ratios for um for meat paste. So perhaps we can discuss that later on. Well, you know, we'll have to do it off the off the air. Well, we will have to do it off the air. Off That's the record. Right, yes. Off the record. Yeah, a private chat room. I should think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you could make any type of meat into a paste, um, what would that be? Well, you don't often see ham paste anymore. I suppose I could have ham paste. You know, they don't. You don't do a porky paste. You know, I might. I remember bacon in paste, but very expensive. Oh yes, you remember bacon in paste? Bacon paste was that? Bacon what? Bacon paste. No, you don't bake it. You just put it straight on. Baking paste. Bacon paste. Ba- bacon paste, like shake and bake and paste. Free bun. <laughs> Hashtag difficult to hear. Um, is it because the music's really loud? Is, is that is that part of the problem? Or is it just your diction? I think it's my, my, my <laughs> it regional common? accent. Okay, um, so that's what. So a bacon paste would what you would do. 
Hammy bacon paste. Hammy bacon, yeah. We all love a hammy bacon paste, don't we? Um, my next question is, because you're not just known for your meat paste love, um, what first attracted you to being a doctor? The offcuts. As a young yes. boy, I was always fond of, you know, my mother taught me, mother, brother, sister Kate, you know, walking up the cobbles, hobble, hobble, clip, clop, what is the yeah. job? Yeah, and, and she would. You know, we would always save her off cuts and our, our spare bits of food. You know, not yeah. for compost, but to make a hot pot or a curry or a curry. So uh, that must be quite a, a newfangled thing for you, curry. Because I mean, you're you're almost close to a hundred, aren't you? I imagine when you were quite young, there was no such thing as a curry, was there? I remember when curry came out, and it was it was the well, well it was a lovely um, our neighbour, uh, yeah. uh, 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 fellow from um, uh, well from somewhere else. I'm sure he comes up and you smell yeah. all these wonderful spices. Yeah, was, I've never heard of anything like to to turmeric. Oh, turmeric, yes, I know I turmeric, yeah. Leftover cauliflower from mum's cauliflower cheese, and we yeah, yeah. cover it in turmeric, and oh. we'd have a lovely curry collie. And the off, yeah. Back to the question, it was the off cuts to... that I would use from from my patients for, for my paste. From your patients? Sorry, I, I I've obviously misheard again. You say you used to use offcuts from your patients to make meat pastes. Oh yeah, well we had a lovely, um, like a warty paste and good texture to it. You know, just to remove yeah. um, skin warts, tags at the, at the surgery. And you know, I say, oh, don't don't put those in the ends and send it right down. Um, I just put them in in my packed lunch box and make a nice. Nice you mean the the bio waste left over from medical procedures? You used to use that and make that into meat paste. Waste not one, not Simon. Did anyone else eat it apart from yourself? Oh, well, we you we 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 well we used to have a, a little stall out front of the house and um, yeah. I'd, well, I'd sell a little bit of um, a few jars of paste from there to the neighbour kids, you know, if they're struggling, cheap, but bombs in the blitz. Yes. <laughs> Did anybody contract any diseases or do, was anybody seriously ill as a light, result of eating your pastes? I think light delirium, that was one. That was a desired effect you know, back then, you know, people wanted to... Uh, to escape from the horrors of the war and rationing, mm. so I, you know, plenty of limbs going spare. Called, called, dear, there were. So yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll move on to another question, and perhaps we'll, we'll we'll kind of circle back to that one in a little while. And what first attracted you to being a doctor? It, I've just told you it was it was the offcuts. <laughs> I, I do apologise. I appear to have completely lost track of where we are. Uh, what? What? Just ignore that bit. Um, hashtag stupid. Uh, what's Lol. the straight? What's the? What's the strangest ailment? That's because I switched off the fucking music. If I'd have kept the music going, I would have known where I was. Yeah, you could keep getting into the groove. 
Here we go. What's the strangest ailment you've ever had to deal with? Uh, uh, Siamese twins uh, separating. Mm -hmm. um, then we came in, he said, I've got an ailment. I said, what's that then? He goes, mm -hmm. it's this fella here on, on me hip. I told him to wait outside, you know, because he said it was a sensitive issue. And he said, I can't. They were, separate. They, were, they, were joined at the, they were joined at the hip and not just because they were friends. <laughs> well, they, they might have made an effort, you'd imagine. But uh, anyway, I mean, it's quite rude, isn't it? You know, you are a doctor after all. Su superb off-cut. Really, which bit of the Siamese twins did you use to make into a meat paste then? The left one. The left one. So the, the entire... One half of the Siamese twin you made into a meat paste. Do you, I wonder? Do they pay double for the bus fare? Uh, uh, not now, certainly. Um, and what did you call the meat paste that you made out of half a Siamese twin? I wonder. <laughs> well, I didn't name them. I just sold them. Maybe you. Have you As got a any meat ideas? Paste. Maybe we could ask your listeners, could you name a Siamese twin paste, maybe? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be looking carefully at my uh, at my screen to see oh, who, what anyone comes up with. Sam's um, just told me uh, the email yeah. is thesacredcow at disciples.com. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes, well done, Sam. Thanks for telling us that. And we also have a, a Twitter account, I believe, as well. The Sacred Cow 3. Not free, three. Oh, Jesus. At twitter.com, I believe. Twitter at sacred cow three. Shall I ask another question before I lose track of where I am again? Go on. What's the... Uh, tell us a funny anecdote about being a doctor. <laughs> a funny anecdote about being a doctor. Um, when I had a patient who, who said, Doctor, I... I you know, I feel like a pair of curtains. Oh yeah. So um, yeah. So what I told I told him to do, I just I, I referred him to mental health. Off his locker. <laughs> oh, I see. That that sounded like it was going to be a joke, but then it actually turned no, it out. Very sad. It. Very sad indeed. No off cuts for the mentally mm. ill. It's funny you should say that because I I went to the doctor the other day and I said, uh, Doctor, Doctor. I don't know why I called him the doctor twice, but so doctor, doctor, every time, you know, I, 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 I take a dump, uh, it comes out like chips. And the doctor said, have you tried pulling up your string vest? Um, <laughs> oh dear. Oh, no, I know. Well. But then of course I said, actually that was just a joke. And the doctor said, yeah, I imagined it probably was because first of all, you're not wearing a string vest. And yeah. as a result of the coronavirus epidemic, I have far more important things to deal with than you just coming in and telling me a joke. And so I was just escorted from the premises by the police. So uh, oh blimey! Yeah, so You're probably some kind of some kind of rectal mishap causing the the, the chips there. In the joke, yeah. In, in the yeah. realm of the joke, in the diegesis of the joke, yes. But actually, in the real world, uh, you rectal no. tip top nick. I believe so. Yeah, I believe. I believe it is. I've, I've, uh, I've. I, I haven't self-examined recently. Move, move it but, on, uh, please. Yeah. Um, 
uh, what has changed over over time? Because you're so old. What has changed over time that makes you unhappy? You know, things like you remember the old days and everything was so much better. What's the thing that you? I miss you know, the pe- uh, penny a uh, penny bun. The penny, the oh, free or the free bun, as you called it. The three, the triple bun. The triple <laughs> bun, yeah. I miss I miss paste obviously because the paste section used to be huge when I was a boy. Yeah, you used yeah. to pop down the paste mongers and the, you know there was a whole shop yeah. devoted to the paste. The but now paste course, emporium, yeah, paste emporium, yeah. Mm. Um, that was a uh, Herbert's paste emporium in um, in Shepworth. He, oh, Shepworth, yeah, Shepworth paste emporium, yeah, um, of course. Uh, 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 now it's been cast to the back of the supermarket you know Prince's Paste and Shippums were the only ones that made it out you know I can't carry it on making paste in the current environment because medicine's gotten too good now no off cuts it's all about saving the limbs now rather than using them for paste uh, it certainly is yeah Um, I've got one more question to ask you um, but uh, I may well come back to the uh, the making the paste out Siamese twins again. If you could have your time again, if you could have your time again, what would you do differently? Mm-hmm. Or oh, being, I'd have been a pilot. You'd have been a pilot, would you? Yeah, more respect for the pilots. You know, a couple of my friends went off to be pilots. They didn't go on to live for hundred to see a world without pace. I would have liked to have died young. Yeah. In a plane, in a place of glory, but maybe in the desert, and I survived yeah. the I survived the crash. Don't mm. don't you get me wrong. I will survive the crash. Of course you will. And and I will, I will be I will be stung to death by scorpions, and I'd see them uh, yeah. sc- sc- scuttle away as as it fades to black. So go out in a blaze of glory rather than going out in a blaze of paste. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, dollar per paste, if you will. Dollop of paste, yeah, oh, I think so dollop too. Dollop paste, I didn't even know her paste. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah. So I think the idea is, is because you've confessed on a podcast to having turned an entire human being into meat paste. Half I sus- human. Half human. I suspect this probably counts as a confession. Um, between just- me and you, though, they they won't. You'll cut this out, right? Uh, well, it's between me, you, Tony, Samantha, uh, Easterly Witch, and anyone else that's listening, I think. Um, well, they could keep their mouth shut if they know what's good for them. And, and do, you, do you think you have a, a way of, of maybe making them keep their mouths shut? Well, you have to remember I have my ways, my pasty ways, my pasty face might turn up on your doorstep. <laughs> Well, Harold, if I can leave you and your pasty ways uh, there, it's been a fascinating conversation. You're welcome. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed almost every minute of it, and uh, it, it's been fascinating to hear from somebody. And, um, well, to Thank hear from you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Free bun. Free bun. No, no thank you very much. No. No, thank you. Oh, right. Well, that was fascinating, that conversation. Yeah, I really, really, yeah, really no, enjoyed that. Yeah, say goodbye to Harold for me. That was really, really interesting, yeah. Blimey. I enjoyed that, yeah. What a wacky character. He was a, he was a card, wasn't he? He was a bit of a kooky, zany maniac, bit of a whack job. 
God. He was, he was, wasn't he? Wasn't he strange? And that what he said about the meat paste Siamese twin interface, yeah. that was really I quite was, scary, wasn't it? I, yeah, but I, it made me feel creative. I want to come up with a, a comedy kind of name for that paste. Of course, you're not yeah, allowed to say I, Siamese twin. I wonder if our listeners might be able to come in with an interesting name for a meat paste made out of half of a Siamese twin. I mm. wonder if, if they might be able to come up with something and that we might possibly make it like a competition and then at the end of the podcast announce the winner. Well, we'll, we'll get, we'll get um, Shippums to see if they can do a limited edition Siamese twin flavoured paste. That would be amazing. God, we be have honest, the power. And because obviously we now have an email address and a Twitter account, then obviously, you know, we are in a position now to give people prizes as attachments yeah. via email. So Yeah, you if know. you trust us with your address. And your and your banking details, then yeah, uh, mother's you know, maiden name. Sort code, that sort of thing. Then yeah, I think we'd be we'd, we'd be sorted then, wouldn't we? Do you know what my favourite paste is, Simon? What's your favourite paste, Sam? Wallpaper paste. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Well, no. I'm not coming round your house for sandwiches, Sam. <laughs> good, good innocent fucking fun. <laughs> oh, bloody Hashtag laughing. Laughing Ruffle. so loud. Right, what's next then? What are we up to um, next then? Hey, did you know that people uh, like to remember old-timey music and uh, people remember where they were when famous people died? Oh, yeah. Well, I remember driving to work um, the, the day it came on the radio that uh, David Dowie died. And, um, oh, yes. I just, I just pulled over and um, yeah. uh, I had to just take a moment there and then carried on driving. Um, do you not mean David Bowie? Yes, yes, uh, David Bowie Dowie. You just did a spoonerism there, didn't you? Uh, David Dowie. You said David Dowie instead of David Bowie. Did you know you did that? Yes. You do. Did you do it deliberately, or do you think that? Yeah. Was just no, well, some... Normally, I say David Bowie Bowie to keep everyone happy because I know we're going to get emails sent in if I say David Bowie. Yeah. Because people are going to be like, oh, it's Bowie, like Dowie, you know. How people. So you get... deliberately said it wrong, just just to kind of feel the people complaining that you've mispronounced the surname. Yeah, I thought if I definitely mispronounce it, then everyone can agree rather than starting the whole Bowie Bowie thing again. Yeah, no, that's very clever. I, I wonder whether or not a lot of other people might take up that particular technique in order to defend themselves against mispronouncing the names of famous people. Yeah, I mean, um, who else has a funny famous name that people people um, get wrong all the time? I mean, this uh, is dangerously close to that feature we did about ordering fajitas, isn't it? And it is very dangerously close jalapenos. to that, yeah. Yeah, that goes all the way back to the very first episode of The oh, Sacred Cow, isn't it? Back Do you remember those days? Do you remember simpler that? times, I'm remembering them. Yeah, that's the theme of this podcast, isn't it? The past. Blimey. Yeah, you see how Good we've managed to, to sort of make our way back to the theme and the uh, the running order. Now, do, you, do, you want to, do you want to know how I can link Ashley Tisdale to David Bowie? Do that now. They're fucking great. 
Well, they they're often talked spoken about in the same breath, aren't they, Bowie and Tisdale? Because mm. it's like that kind of thing. You have one and you have the other, and if you didn't have Bowie, obviously you wouldn't have Ashley Tisdale, and no. if you didn't have Ashley Tisdale, you certainly wouldn't have had Bowie. So you know, I do know this though. Ashley Tisdale uh, named her dog Ziggy Stardust. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. I honestly didn't know that. She's a big Bowie fan. Can't you hear his influence in her work? She had a parakeet called TVC15, I think. Did she really? Yeah. Pet names are interesting. Should we do um, Ernest Shackleton dog quiz? Ernest Shackleton dog quiz, coming right up. Ernest Shackleton dog quiz. Um, yep. You all know the rules by now, but I'll repeat them if you're a new listener. I see we've mm-hmm. got Samantha, um, we've got Tony and Ishan listening. Um, They're still listening as well, which is, which is I know. interesting. Bizarre. Uh, after yeah. that lengthy interview. Um, Ernest Shackleton, explorer, uh, yep. an old-timey genius, because we're remembering things from the past. Um, yes. The quiz works on this basis. Five mm-hmm. names of his dogs. He had he had a naughty number of dogs on his on his uh, boat there with him. Do you know that naughty number? Fifty four. Fifty four naughty dogs, and right, um, yeah. they all had wacky names. So two of these mm. names I've made up. I've just come up with them off the top of my head because I'm a kook. I'm a maniac. Okay. Um, three of them are actual names that he gave to his dogs. And you hashtag have to excited. Hashtag overly excited. Calm it down, Cy. Si. Are you Hashtag ready? Hashtag sweating palms. Hashtag sweating palms. Hashtag, oh, all of a flutter. Go on, then. <laughs> Number one, slop rocket. Number two, Louis Pold. Not Leopold, Louis Pold. Yeah. Number three, Hackenschmidt. Right. Number four, Swanker. Number five, Autobahnfunf. And what have I got to do again? I've got to work out which is the which real one. Which three are real and, and which two I made up. All right, go through them one at a time and I'll tell you. Slop rocket. Uh, as much as I want that to be real, that's false. Mm-hmm. Number two. Louis-pold. Not Leopold, Louis-pold. I think that's true. I'd like to believe that that's true. I'd like to believe it. So, uh, yeah. It's a nice little name, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'd like that name too. So, number two is true. Number three is Hackenschmidt. I, I, I'd have to believe that sounds plausible too. Number three is true. Number four, Swanker. I think that's true as well because it sounds like it wouldn't be true, but I think it is true. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. five was Autobahn Funf. I think Autobahn Funf is a red herring because I don't think any dog would be named after a German uh, highway road, Autobahn. Uh, was I'd... there even a highway back in those days when Shackleton was exploring? Well, it was 1912, wasn't it? So I don't believe the German Empire had quite managed to get roads uh for like for speed because they only had little mm. cars and they little Volkswagen so no, little one seat German cars 
Yeah, little, so, little, yeah, that's right. You said so, Slop Rocket was false. Yes. Yeah, made that one up, mate. Yeah, and Autobahn Fumpf. Yeah, made that one up. You got everything right again. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Hashtag <laughs> thrill to bits. Oh, just hashtag smiling inside. Hashtag happy. Hashtag big beaming smile all over my hashtag face. Big so hashtag great. Hashtag great news. Hashtag superb. Um, I'm going to have to yeah. race through these uh, these features because of the long interview. Um, oh, yeah. It was, it was quite long, wasn't it? Uh, what have we got here? I uh, don't have a jingle for this one because uh, yeah. I went out on a walk and it, I, I went I went at least ten minutes beyond my government allotted exercise time. Oh, yeah. police will be after you. Yeah, well, I've just admitted to it on a podcast, so that's another theme for today. What is the um? What is the 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 uh, thing that we're about to do? Uh, we're about to play mm. Welk, Winkle, or Cockle. Because uh, old, gonna... old folks, like we were talking about winkles and pastes and shrimps and things. Yeah, I, that's I my could thinking. Sing, I could sing a jingle. Go on then, make one up. Welk, winkle, so, or cockle. Welk, winkle, or cockle. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Cockle, winkle, or welk. It's your choice. Well, there you go. Um, that's lovely. I like that. Did you hear me Thank whooping in the background? Hashtag. I heard you whooping in the background. <laughs> oh, did you now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag yes hashtag all right then moving on um we, good uh i'm going to read you the descriptions of mm. either a welk winkle or cockle yeah you have to work out which one is which okay i'll tell you what it's fucking fascinating i, I was looking it up last night yeah and um god I, i'll read you the first one go for it a gastropod in the family buccanidae but the name mm. can apply to more distantly related sea snails. Well, Buccaneer now you got me thinking there because uh, sounds like a pirate, like Buccaneer. Uh, Welk, Winkle, or well, which one? Which are the ones that uh, grip on the side of boats? Limpets. Limpets. That's it. Yeah. So that's it's not got, an option, though. <laughs> it, it's got to be Welk then, hasn't it? Okay. So I'm saying the first one is a Welk. Second one. Uh, so you're locking in Welk on number one. I'm locking in Welk, yeah. I'm locked in with Welk. Hashtag locked Hashtag in lock with in. Welk. Yeah. An edible mollusk that has gills. An intertidal species with a banded shell of the family Clitorinidae. It has an operculum. You'll be pleased to know. Clitorinidae has an operculum. Yeah. Do you know what an operculum I... is? I don't really want to go there, but you're going to tell me, aren't you? It's a it's a membrane that covers the gills. Oh my god, oh my yeah. god! Sorry, I've thought about that far too long now. It's um, it's quite arousing, isn't it? But anyway, um, <coughs> what was I going to say? Uh, I I think that's a, a description of the cockle. You do. I do think the cockle is definitely. Up, up there with the the clitoridae um, per, percolator, uh, yeah, inter, interface combo, yeah. So I'm 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 all up in in uh, I'm locking down. Cockle, well, don't, hash, hashtag don't, locked cockle number two. Don't lock down your cockle just yet, um, because I'll yeah. read you the last one. Go on then, because you might this might change it all. Yeah, an edible bivalve mollusk of the family Cardidae. 
true ones live on sandy sheltered beaches and bury themselves in sediment oh no and i locked down cockle for number two yeah you did oh no well of course i've I've only got whelk left haven't i no you've got winkle left i've got winkle left (laughs) (laughs) so i was i'm gonna have to sink my winkle into number three aren't i yeah because i've locked down cockle for number two all i've got left is my winkle so imagine the people listening laughing at you for locking in winkle thinking that it's an edible bivalve mollusk of the family cardi day i should have known when i heard the word clitorade i should have thought of winkle shouldn't i so that would have led me to number two well and i went for cockle so number one the gastropod Um, yeah. Family Buccaneer Day was a whelk. You got that one right. I got that one right. I banked that one, didn't I? The second one is yeah. a shit show. You said it was a cockle, it was a winkle. Ah, you Jesus. laughed at a perculum. I did. In the Glitterine Day. I'm never going to live it down, now, am I? At, at, at I the, know. At the Bivalve Club. <clears throat> the Bivalve Mollusk, your namesake. I know. I should have got that, shouldn't I? Oh dear. Well, oh dear. rest easy because you did. I was, I'm very impressed with your protein performance in the paste quiz. Thank you very much. So you've got that. So if you're feeling down about your winkle, welcome cockle, yeah. just think back, hark back to to the protein paste quiz. I should, because, of course, the theme of this podcast is the past. So I'm now mm. thinking with kind of nostalgia of the past when I did well at quizzes. So that's quite interesting, isn't it? Mm. Or as they say in French, à la recherche du temps perdu. Oh, oui. Bon, what, did I tell you, I, t- I told you about Laurent Hashtag... de Pompier, didn't I? Yes, you did, that's right. Yeah. Hashtag, that's your actual French. And you you, uh, you did a bit of German the other day as well, didn't you? I did. Ich, ich bin in der Straßbahn, how to stelle geschlossen. So... Is that the only one you've got? Yeah. So, yeah, I can, I can do... That's oh, good it, enough. Ich heiße Lumpy. I can do that one. Lumpy? Ich heiße Lumpy, yeah. My name is Lumpy. Oh. Yeah. I won't Which, go we... to La Homme de Pomme de Terre, because we'll do, we'll do an episode on the French at some Do that, point. yeah. We'll do the French another time. Which makes me think of Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, lovely segue. Yeah, because I have about three minutes of material on Doctor Who. Lovely. So, would you like to hear that? Yes, please. As we're talking about time and the past. Oh, uh, very uh, good. And I have my own jingle as well. Oh, yes. There you go. Does that sound familiar to you? I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of hearing whooshing, cloudy kind of noises. There you go. Now do you hear it? Yeah, I'm feeling that. That's a nice little twiddly bit on the top. Okay, well, um, Doctor Who, since 1963, uh, with a couple of periods of hiatus, <laughs> Doctor Who has been. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just, I just, I start just again? had some, some tropical juice going down the over wrong on the way. fucking intro. Uh, okay, Doctor Who has been one of the most enduring science fiction shows of them all. The adventures of the Doctor and his companions through all of time and space have thrilled generations of young and old alike. You may imagine then that all of his or her adventures would be preserved for all time. But (laughs) 
But no, for in the 60s and 70s, the BBC had no reason to keep the shows since the concept of repeats wasn't yet invented. As the BBC had a thrift culture uh, in order to save money, they routinely wiped the tapes to reuse. As of now, over 90 complete Doctor episodes remain lost. Would you like to hear some of the uh, about some of the lost episodes of Doctor Who? I'd love to hear about some of the lost episodes. Okay, well, probably the the first and probably the most famous one is Doctor Who and the Trigons. Uh, the Doctor lands on the planet Anusol Five with his companion Sandy and Buck. Sorry, I just laughed. Something made me laugh. And encounter a race of beings called the Trigons who navigate uh, with feelers because they're blind and they also have telepathy. Um, they enslave our three heroes in a gladiatorial... Well, three buns. Tri-buns. Three buns, yeah. They were the tribuns. That's what they became. They were enslaved in a gladiatorial death match with the vicious Myspacians who turn out to be peace-loving but very good at acting as being vicious. Uh, oh. And all, all six of those episodes set on the planet Anusol 5 are lost. Wow. So there you go. So that's the first one. Um, the second one, uh, which is almost as famous, is uh, Doctor Who and the New Town of Death. And this is set in Stevenage in the present day, or 1965. Okay. Uh, and basically, the, the Doctor lands his TARDIS in a town centre. Um, sorry, I've just got to turn Facebook off. Um, uh, YouTube, sorry. Um, he la- he landed... <laughs> that, that was the cat, by the way. <laughs> The Doctor lands his TARDIS in a town centre next to a clock tower and encounters a deserted civilization who have been enslaved by the Overspill, who are a mechanoid race of cockneys who mm. patrol the town. The architect of the chaos turns out to be the master whose TARDIS is disguised as the clock tower in Stevenage oh. Town Centre. Opposite the um, Primark. It is, that's right, yeah. It's the first Master episode. Uh, and the Master is played by Jason Wingard with an eye patch on, wearing his famous rainbow suit. Um, oh. All three episodes, uh, sorry, all uh, three of the four episodes are lost, but one of them did turn up in South Africa uh, when it was uh, discovered to have been sketched by a storyboard artist uh, oh. who qu- quickly realised that it would be a good idea to draw the episode as it was happening, and that's all that remains of that particular episode. Mm. Uh, and, of course, the, the final uh, Doctor Who episode uh, is Doctor Who and the attack of the Voldrons. Uh, the Doctor lands on a spaceship which is seemingly deserted, but it turns out that everyone was just having their lunch. Uh, oh, now, this shit. is important because this is 1968 and it was the actual first kiss between the Doctor and his companion, who at that time was called Megan. So it's the first kiss and also the first hand job. Um, oh. and yeah and all episodes were destroyed but there are still some stills of the of the hand job scene so uh, wow. it is still possible to uh, to be able to uh, relive that but of course what they've done with a lot of these doctor who episodes is they have animated them um and uh, and so you can actually see uh, the scene with the hand job uh, animated using uh, computer generated yeah, uh, they, doctor the and Megan. Series, yeah yeah and and obviously they're, they're able to do things they weren't able to do in the original Doctor Who, so they can slow that particular scene down. So they've managed to st- 
stretch out the hand job to about five minutes you know it's okay. almost like it, it's about sort of three frames per second um but basically yeah, yeah. but it's i like that that's ballsy because it's like those films that just show i remember um watching a, there was a kind of trendy zombie film i forget the name of it um, yeah and at the end of it he's just sitting in the car and um, yeah. he he just sits there and smokes a whole cigarette, and the shot is just him smoking this whole cigarette with zombies yeah. outside. You know, it, that's what the hand job scene. That's like the the, you know, the full five minute. Yeah. From start oh, to yeah. finish. I mean, it's very intense, and and obviously it's Patrick Troughton, so uh, you know he had the kind of the dicky bow on, and uh, you know he uh, and, just that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and of course the other thing is is that uh, just after he ejaculates he regenerates as well uh, oh. and of course nowadays when we see the doctor regenerate obviously um you know this uh, kind of yellow sort of energy kind of bursts out of him yeah <laughs> well of course now, back in those days they had to improvise they didn't have the special effects they just had to use yeah. biological effects <laughs> that's right so it was I, a, I don't a huge... mean special effects with a no. capital S and a capital E. It doesn't. He doesn't come with a caveat. It, no, he doesn't. He he comes with a hand job, and it was a huge, <laughs> huge arc of uh, of um, of uh, fiction, uh, sem of... seminal fluid, mm. and that was the regeneration in slow wow. motion. Wow. So anyway, that that ends my little item on Doctor Who. Well, I I. It's interesting that the theme tune's playing and you're talking about the BBC trying to make do with what they've got because yes. the Radiophonic Workshop came up with the theme tune that's playing in the background. They did, yeah. And they had to do it note by note. I mean, they had to record a note on an oscillator, cut Literally, it out yeah. of tape, and then splice like it note by note together. They, they had three reels. Yeah. One playing the dum-da-dum-dum-da-dum, like the bass notes, then the melody, yeah. and then all the little twinkly extras. They had three separate reels. Um, yeah. I, I, you mentioned Doctor Who to me the other day about how you wanted it to feature, and I ended mm. up looking at interviews with the BBC Radiophonic Workshop about it, because I'm yeah. quite into sound synthesis and, you know, keyboardy yeah. kind of stuff. Um, they were interviewing Dick Mills, and um, he was... He was being asked about the late Delia Derbyshire. The, oh, dear, dear, dear Delia Derbyshire. Yeah. And then yeah. they said they said to him, uh, Dick Mills, do you think Delia Derbyshire is the greatest sound synthesis engineer in the whole world? And do you mm. know what he said? What did he say? She's not even the best sound synthesis engineer in the BBC Radiophonic Workshop. If you're after the <sighs> best one in the world, it would be Bob Moog. Oh, that dick. I don't know. He went with Bob Moog over his colleague. Well, that's not fair, is it? Delia's like a god to me. Um, and, of course, in the past, she, she would have been, like, forgotten uh, and, and ostracised and marginalised in, 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 in uh, her cultural sort of impact. But, of course, mm. now in 2020, we're reappraising history and the present obviously restores her to where she should be. And I think that neatly brings us to some sort of um, closure, do you not think? Yeah, we've we've gone, we've delved back into the past, and now we've been brought neatly back. We have, haven't we? How's your holidays uh, going? I don't know. I, I I've obviously been up here recording this podcast for the last hour, so uh, um, I, I have no idea. But uh, I, I believe it's being tended. It's being to, tended. So. It's being tended to. Yeah, it's being nursed to uh, 
brought to its uh, conclusion. Rather like the Doctor. And rather like this episode. I rather like this episode. Yeah, I, I love how we've kind of neatly sort of, you know... We're getting better at this, aren't we? We are, aren't we? We're very, we're becoming very professional now, aren't we? Right, well, I've got my music queued up, ready for, um, for, for the outro. So when you're ready yeah. to say bye, Simon. Well, Thank I'm you, not listeners. Gonna, I'm not going to say bye today. I'm going to say hashtag bye. <laughs> hashtag... Hashtag see you later. Hashtag see you in the next episode. Hashtag, hashtag toodle pip. Hashtag it's been a blast. Hashtag um, come with a caveat. Hashtag catchphrase. Always hashtag, come with a caveat. Always come with a caveat. That's on the next T-shirt that we're going to release. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Hashtag bye. Bye, everyone. I wasn't expecting that cool change. <coughs> well, I think that all went very well, don't you? Yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah, I know, it was good, stuff. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I think they, they love that kind of stuff, don't they? That's just, just the sort of stuff that goes down well, isn't it? All the filth as well. Yeah, the smut. And yeah. also, they're um, murdering of people who are born different. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I think we've, we're have we definitely, uh, you know, in front of the curve on that one, so... Uh, Oh, oh well, are we still, still? We're still apparently we're still broadcasting. <laughs>